Welcome, welcome, welcome. Is Miss Asha there? A very peaceful and wonderful day to you. And I, uh, I love saying test for echo. Is there an echo? Is there an echo in here? Is there an echo in here? <laughs> <clears throat> Certainly sounds like it. Um, thank you so much for uh, joining me again, everyone, and Miss Asha. Thank you, BBS Radio. And uh, just so thrilled to do this again. And what a great honor and a privilege to have so much momentum now with all of you. And um, I am just astonished at how much uh, progress we're making at uh, our self-awareness. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll keep on like a steam train. Um, it's just not going to stop. You can't stop a steam train, can you? <laughs> not when you're running it. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. What do you want to do today? You want to just, I mean, I, I feel like we've gotten everything covered, you know, but uh, maybe, we'll, maybe, we, maybe we've got a couple, couple loose ends to still clean up. What, what's your thoughts? Oh, it's always fun to play. And I would like to send my appreciation out to you for all you've done and all the awakening that you're contributing to and all the love and happiness and fulfillment. <clears throat> so, and I would really be excited to hear a song for the day. You know, we were talking uh, a few days ago about uh, someone that we've we've missed over the years, uh, or at least I have, and uh, that's uh, John Denver. And uh, and we forget the contribution that he made to us. Um, and today, I'll have a I'll have song a song from him. But I'm going to start with a poem today that um, a lot of us will remember, possibly from our childhood. It's called The Box. <clears throat> Once upon a time, in the land of Hushabai, around about the wondrous days of yore, they came across a sort of box, bound up with chains and locked with locks, and labeled kindly, do not touch, it's war. A decree was issued round about, and all with a flourish and a shout. And a gaily colored mascot, tripping lightly on before, don't fiddle with this deadly box, or break the chains, or pick the locks, and please don't ever play about with war. Well, the children understood. Children have to be good. And they were just as good around the time of yore. They didn't try to pick the locks, or break into the deadly box. They never tried to play about with war. Mommies didn't either. Sisters, aunts, grannies neither. Because they were quiet and sweet and pretty in those wondrous days of yore. Well, very much the same as now. Not the ones to blame somehow for opening up that deadly box of war. But someone did. Someone battered in the lid and spilled the insides out across the floor. A sort of bouncy, bumpy ball made up of guns and flags and all the tears and horror and death that comes with war. It bounced right out and went bashing all about and bumping into everything in store. And what was sad and most unfair was that it didn't really seem to care much who it bumped or why or what or for. It bumped the children mainly, and I'll tell you this is quite plainly, it bumps then every day and more and more and leaves them dead and burned and dying, thousands of them sick and crying, because when it bumps, 
it's really very sore. Now, there's a way to stop the ball. It isn't difficult at all. All it takes is wisdom. And I'm absolutely sure that we can get it back into the box and behind the chains and lock the locks. But no one seems to want to save the children anymore. Well, that's the way it all appears. Because it's been bouncing around for years and years and years. In spite of all the wisdom, whiz since those wondrous days of yore, and the time they came across the box bound up with chains and locks, locked with locks, and labeled kindly, Do Not Touch, It's War, by Jen Denver. <clears throat> Interesting way to start, isn't it? Wow. You know, John Denver is such a special being. I would love for you to share some of the qualities that maybe people don't know about. Very unique being. So, um, there, we have fun with the songs, but it's really to show um, how uh, this version of humans has a way to uh, receive more or less light. Um, the, the English language does a very poor job of allowing me to explain it, but I, I'll assume you, you understand is we're coming into these bodies and recognizing more of our light and then um, expressing ourselves in individuality or our collective. John Denver is a great example. Jeff Tate, it, 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 I mentioned, he was singing songs about, I can see in infrared. He can see the infrared layers behind the fabric of your dimensions. So John was very special in that he could talk to the animals and he, he had so many vast multi-dimensional. So you see uh, a figure, I see someone going to higher, inner, inner dimension and higher dimensions back and forth. So as an example, when you're um, at a pond and you see a frog, you're actually looking at a multi-dimensional being. So when you leave that pond, you basically went to another dimension outside of where the, that frog or toad lived. Uh, that's, that is uh, an elemental. Most frogs are at an elemental level. Well, that's what John Denver was. So he was a blessing for all of us and uh, could explain it in his uh, anecdotes what he was observing here. So he's probably... Uh, at least in the last 50 years, probably the closest thing to Jesus that you're going to see here as far as the expression of a, this type of human. So uh, would he have the abilities to transform um, your energetics? Uh, not, maybe not to the degree that uh, a lot of us can do it, uh, you know, with some of the transfer work we're able to do. Uh, but he could see uh, multi-layers of our, our, our universe and then participate here in physicality. And then you know what happens when, when, when you show off. What happens when you show off, Asha? When you show off, you get taken out. You get taken out. So, anyway, you should be pretty sure. <laughs> Robin, Robin Williams will agree with me. But anyway, <laughs> uh, so anyway, that, it, it's a beautiful, beautiful um, commitment he made to um, uh, a kneeling uh, – his world to our world, uh, number one. But two, he realized if he could get the earlier generations, if he could really touch the earlier generations, 
he, he always felt that would be a very big impact to, to touch the children's. So if the children are enlightened, i.e., then the next generation is going to be enlightened and so forth. So his passions are, are uh, my words will do them no justice compared to what he's done for uh, humanity. And <clears throat> playing his songs will raise your uh, frequency. Um, and some of them are, are kind of silly, intentional, uh, much like myself, and uh, are playful at a minimum. Uh, but they always have something special in them. Each song will have something out. And so I hope people enjoy his work. Thank you. I love that description. And it's very interesting that his intention was to really impact the earlier generation because I've just recently found a video of a teacher saying that her children, which were, I believe, first grade, had requested her to play a John Denver song. And when she, she couldn't, she didn't even know John Denver. She found one and played it. And every single child in the classroom was singing the song and they knew the words. So his intention to impact the children reached through the multi-dimensional realities. And I, I assume that was sunshine on my shoulder. Take me home. Country. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. That one's good. Yeah. That one's perfect. Um, both are, both have a, <clears throat> so his harmonics uh, combined. Um, so when you're coming into this dimension <clears throat> from another dimension, uh, I, I'm, I'm using those words because that's how we're describing. That's not how I would describe it. When you're, we're coming from the other levels, maybe is a better way to say it. Um, <clears throat> your your volume of light. Um, uh, gets in here regardless. And so now we're just dealing with um, what hindrances uh, does this version of humans have is now the argument. <clears throat> and he was able to strip a lot of that because that DNA uh, didn't have as much uh, binding capabilities. Maybe we'd say timing was huge. Uh, genetics were huge. Uh, it's it's never never to isolate any type of genetics, but <clears throat> it's just, just a really proof that the the engineering of this type of human is has some flaws for the bad guys the, the, there's we're, we're, we're able to grow out of them and so he he was brilliant uh, proving it and so I, th I think i said enough about john there but uh, that's 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 my that's my assessment yes and uh I always like to add a little more truth. Of course, that was your spirit inside of John. And I thank you for that, all those beautiful songs and your beautiful character and qualities that inspire me to this day. And uh, today, I would like to name or title this show, according to everything we've just said, Every Single Lie Exposed Through Exposing the Biggest Lie of All. And as we all grow our light, that will happen even without these shows. But today we're going to do a, do a real whammy. How do you, what do you say about that? Isn't this, the, isn't this about time we <clears throat> really improve the pr production of these shows? And there should be a big bomb going up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, should, we're, we're just not really in the game here, are we? <laughs> um <clears throat> Yeah, let's get some work done today with, you know, uh, I do my best to have fun and, and show uh, our heart center uh, being playful, but 
Uh, we've we've got a couple opportunities that we can get ahead of today, wouldn't you say, Asha? I would say so. Okay. Uh, would you like to begin, or how would you like to begin? Hmm. Um, <clears throat> you know, the show pony here loves it when you say that. Um, <laughs> I'm going to have you begin, but I'm going to have everybody who's um, a nerd real quick, <clears throat> including myself, um, to get prepared today. And I'd like you to go to a web page before Asha starts called NSF. It is the U.S. National Science Foundation. Go ahead and take a peek at that, baby. Get yourself savvy. And we'll go and start with you now, Asha, if you don't mind. Okay, thank you. So there are some very, very old maps of this planet. There's one I found from 1513. I believe it's called the Piri Reis map. And they have a drawing of a landmass that they say was blocked by an ice wall. And it was massive. And uh, they said it was from the edge of the known world. Where do you feel that may have been? The edge of the known? Oh, well, that's the, that's the, other, that's the other side of the flat earth, isn't it? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so why does well, I mean, it... Come Go on, ahead. Christopher... Come on, Christopher Columbus told us. Come on, we, we not we, he wouldn't lie. And who is Christopher Columbus? Just to let everyone know. Uh, just, <laughs> come on, man. This is, I can't do it. I can't, old, do it. I can't do it. I can't. I can't do it. Yeah, it's just so the the joke is so um, silly now. The, how would we fall for that? Even as an elementary school student. Okay, and then he hit a rock, and then he put a stamp on it. To this day, it's a, still a tourist attraction. You've, I assume you've been out Massachusetts, Cape Cod area. How are we falling for this? <laughs> or Darwinism, or, or climate change, or any... Yeah, <clears throat> the, with the national holiday in Australia, uh, they call it Murder Day. I think that's what we should call Thanksgiving <laughs> in America now. It's Murder Day. Yeah. Let's see, we displaced the actual inhabitants of a landmass is what it's called day. I don't know what you can do all sorts of things there. Please keep going. So this was called an inhabited quarter of the world surrounded by an impassable encircling ocean. So it's all mystery. And throughout the years, when I look at all the maps, some people say yay, some people say nay. So the good guys and the bad guys were fighting over whether to divulge the truth of the size of this planet and the size of what's below Australia. Would you like to reveal more about that? Yeah. So the reason I wanted you to get familiar with the webpage I mentioned, I am not a fan of hanging out on these machines, as you know, but um, there's a reason why this stuff is still rolling. Um, it, it is uh, a lot of, a lot of interesting things um, can occur with uh, communication here. And so we can, we can really, we can really start um, educating ourselves on what if if we're being controlled education wise. What so we don't control our education in, in America? Uh, someone tells us to, and obviously that's why homeschools are picking up and uh, Montessori schools and all sorts of other education. But the, the people publishing the education has controlled the narrative on the scale. So all your math 
is completely a lie. It's all incomplete. All of your engineering is incomplete. So everything is incomplete from the education system. Everything is steered you to make sure you don't understand scale, period. So you don't know where you're at. You, you can't figure out what the trap's about. I'll say it again. It's my favorite saying. You don't know what it's about. You don't know what the trap's all about. I can say it about 20 different ways. It's a, it, it has been, it's not that funny, Asha. It's a courtesy laugh. I know that was. Okay, so if you don't know what the trap, how, how big the trap is, then how are you going to figure it out? Well, your education system, so all, every single layer of the American education system was designed so you won't know how big this trap is. Okay, so when you go to the Antarctic Treaty, and if you start on the, the, the first pages there, the reason I'm going to cite this is that it's going to get real obvious once you see uh, what the game is coming down to. And um, <clears throat> it, it gets a little tricky here at the end and relationship to chaos. Um, because the bad guys want chaos and the good guys want chaos. But can we get to a manageable level of chaos so we don't all uh, lose it here at the end is one agenda of many. But uh, let me give you a, a couple words here if you haven't already dug into this. The Antarctic Treaty <clears throat> is, uh, it's stated that uh, December 1959, Washington, D.C., the, the treaty entered into force of, on 23rd Jan June 1961. Okay, these are really interesting dates, 59 and 61. The 12 signatories became the original 12 consultative nations. Consultative, okay? Watch the words as I read here. You're going to catch some tricks here. Since 1959, 44 other countries have, have acceded to the treaty. 29 nations, Argentina, Australia, Belgium, Brazil, Bulgaria, Chile, China, Czech. Czech. What was that? Czechia? Of course. That's how we say that. Okay. Ecuador, Finland, France, Germany, India. Italy, Japan, Sweden, Ukraine, United Kingdom, United States, and Uruguay have achieved consultative status by conducting substantial scientific research in Antarctica. Russia carries forward the signatory privileges and responsibility established by the former Soviet Union. Okay, wait a minute. <clears throat> let's, let's look at that again. Russia carries forward the signatory privileges and responsibility established by the former Soviet Union. Okay, so Russia is what we're calling the former Soviet Union in 1960, uh, 1959. Okay, now we'll go to the next, <laughs> the next uh, section here. <clears throat> you can all read it for yourself, I assume. But notice that Russia, when you get into this baby, is called... The Republic, isn't it? Did you yeah. notice that, Asha? It's called the what? And the, the Federation. The Fed Federation and the Republic. Wait mm -hmm. a minute. How did we miss that? We missed that one. Hmm. Anyway, what you're going to notice is there's a few countries on here now. So what are we up to? 80 countries now have signed this Antarctic Treaty as of today. And some countries have not. Now, why is everybody so interested in Antarctica, as I've said, and, and so forth? So what's going on down there, Asha? What, what could possibly be going on that we need a treaty that says 
in its charter, in its charter uh, preamble, that these are the rules of being down there. It's only for peaceful purposes only. Antarctica shall be used for peaceful purposes only. Two, the present treaty shall not prevent the use of military, shall not prevent the use of military personnel or equipment to scientific research or for any other peaceful purposes. Freedom of scientific investigation in Antarctica and cooperation toward that end as applied during the international geophysical year shall continue subject to the provisions of the present treaty. Geophysical year. Hmm. Tricky. Tricky little word there, isn't it? So so you're, you're seeing the deception yet? Also, though, they say that they are not allowed to establish a military base, and yet Russia has a military base there. That's right. Very good. Good. I can cut to the chase. Now, now what's fun about this, and Asha will get me on page, but what's fun now is let's go. Why don't we go and try and why don't we go try and get in a grant? Should we apply for a grant? Let's do it. I think we should. I think that should go on the PRQ one. And so if we were going to, let's say, so how do you tell everybody that there's a bigger area on the planet without telling them? How do you do it? Well, you could be like Iran and not be a member of the Antarctic Treaty, but declare ownership of Antarctica and plan to build a military base in the South Pole. Would that do it? Yeah, so so now the U.S. Congress uh, has adopted this treaty for the U.S. people. Now, Congress, they would not lie to us, would they? There could be no deception in our Congress, could there? Never. <laughs> um, anyway, go to find, uh, find funding and apply is my, my suggestion. And what you're going to find is, um, let me. What's my best George Carlin? You want some real fresh bullshit? <clears throat> okay. So what you're going to find there is almost every project is garbage, and then you're going to find one that says multi-dimensional communication uh, a grant file, and just have fun with it. Go go find funding at, at uh, our favorite uh, debaucherous webpage here, U.S. National Science Foundation, and you're going to see that. <clears throat> much of the science grants are all garbage and then they'll throw in one that is not garbage and has to do with communicating with people from other worlds. So not sure how they correspond. I do love talking to animals and so forth. So that, 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 that is included, but uh, certainly there's some pretty, pretty interesting stuff there if you want to dig into it, but please lead me a little better if you, if you don't mind. Thank you for sharing all that in the old map system. They say that there were unusual creatures beyond the ice wall, and they would call them, they described them as monsters and alien-type beings. What do you think's down there? No. I don't know. I'm scared now. (laughs) Well, some people should be scared, but... Yeah, so, okay, so uh, fortunately and unfortunately... um, it is a tremendous responsibility I have um, to be autonomous from any association. Um, 
Uh, to get this much leash is a great honor and uh, know my next words and all my words that I do on the show, I take great care, great care. Uh, and we, we have a lot of checks and balances. And I'm sorry to inform you that all of your navigation systems are a lie. Uh, your scale of your planet's all a lie. Everything's a complete lie uh, regarding uh, latitude and longitude. Um, <clears throat> yes, you can navigate very well within um, uh, the cenote you're in uh, with the scalability of your uh, latitude and longitude, <clears throat> but it's not the, it does not prove the scale of a mile. And I ask everyone, how do you prove how far a mile is? What is it scaled by? How do you measure a mile? Who created the measurement tool is what I'm saying. Who, cre who created the ruler? Who created the measurement of time? And so that's why all your, all, all your uh, education system is going to collapse now because of my exact words and many other people's words. This is, again, if I'm right about one of four things, then I'm right about all of them. There's no such thing as time. Magnetics is an explanation of acceleration. We can do this all day, can't we? Gravity doesn't suck. The sun's not hot. If I'm right about one of them, I'm right about all of them. That means someone has worked really hard to do a duping all the way through your collegiate system and control your minds with the measurement of wealth, the measurement of distance, the measurement of time, uh, the measurement of a day, a calendar year, etc. All for what I'm going to tell you today, that I've been telling you for, looks like now a couple years, maybe decades through songs, culture, love of life. I have a humongous responsibility. If I really claim to be someone who's been off this planet, looking back at it. The individuals that live outside of your area are incredibly different from you um are there animals that can communicate with you outside of your area and could download you the history of the universe there is are there individuals that look like you that make you like and i don't care if you're albert einstein look make you look like a blithering idiot yes there is are there individuals outside your area that if you come across them they could download you and create uh, another, uh, a level of ascension you couldn't believe because they, they live at a higher frequency. Are some of these beings so profoundly grotesque to you and yet so loving? Yes. Yes, that's true. Are there the wildest diversity you could ever imagine? There is. Um, are the Atlant stories about Atlantis true portions yes and the diversity that i speak of is right around the corner and we're going to have to figure out what we're going to do here the reason the russian government <clears throat> is in is the only ones capable of communicating with them is because they're the only ones capable of communicating with them now the diversity of technology is vast very vast and there's no way, no way we're ready to get a box of matches from these folks. But, but they're ready. They're all ready. Are there bad guys? Yep. 
Are there good guys? Yep. Are there different agendas? Sure is. Are some of those folks over here? They sure are. Are some, most of them stay over there? They do. Um, do they consider us aliens? Absolutely. And there's a lot of reasons for that. <clears throat> Mainly our, our massive capability and our lack of capability now. I'll say it again. They consider us unbelievable masters with absolutely none of our capabilities in our bodies yet. I'll leave it at that. Are they fully aware of how that came to be? That's the problem. That's why they consider us uh, engineered slaves that are not slaves from the core and or source. They know that uh, we were brought here, engineered and duped into uh, our consciousness, jumping into the body, trapped. That's why scale is so important when you look at the revolving door of soul traps of reincarnation. Reincarnation is an alien technology. And the aliens defend themselves from the, these clowns. Uh, these, the, these, are these, these aliens over here, if you will, that's us, are considered clowns. They're playing a game uh, that you're not going to win. <clears throat> very, very difficult uh, observation, I'm sure, for some of us. But you have to keep asking yourself, why do we have a United States Space Force? One of the reasons you can't fly an airplane to Antarctica is uh, the airplanes have been engineered so they don't have enough fuel. It's real simple. How come nobody goes around Antarctica? Why why don't we fly from South Africa to Australia? Wouldn't it be shorter? No? Okay. It's supposed to be shorter uh, based on the math I was given. It should just be so we don't fly that way. Well, that's because it's a very large area, as you can imagine. In fact, the reason you're hearing pilots uh, state, sure, we, we understand we've been duped about latitude and longitude, the Earth's flat, but it's so big, you can't see, you can't see the curvature of the Earth at 30,000 feet. You would be able to, based on the scale, scaling models of how, how high you need to be to see another mile. And then, of course, your eyes have been engineered to uh, plot even more your eyes are supposed to be uh, quite a bit different. Did, did you notice that there is a cataract Institute, a lens and glass uh, store every quarter mile in America? It looks like everybody's losing their eyesight. Everyone's wearing glasses. Have you noticed most children from six months to five years are wearing glasses now? Yep. So that is an inch. That's proof of the engineering to slow us down and or not see the other um, dimensional facets where we're typically typically capable of. Notice how dogs chase ghosts around your house or cats and so forth. That's, that would be more normal for us. And so it's, it is a big story, and there's a lot of upside to this. Don't get me wrong, but just getting comfortable with the fact that um, we don't know how big our planet is is, is a really big uh, step, in my opinion. And that's why I created this timeline for us to get on board and really start asking some tough questions about our education system, number one. And where do we want to start? Uh, Because I'd like this, uh, I 
as you know, would like to take the tablecloth off the table. And I think that's the best way to go. Just let the dishes fall, is my opinion. Excellent. Thank you. Just to recap, because some people might get a little bit lost. The earth is not flat. It is so massive that we're unable to see the curvature even from a plane. And that's what Kuster is explaining is how they duped us. And now we're unduping the masses as best we can. Now, the air chief, the United States uh, chief of the air staff said the space is fundamental to our national security and to our way of life. Now, this ties into everything we've been talking about. So, first of all, they don't want anyone flying over that area. And being, and first, would you be able to clear up how much bigger the rest of the planet is that we are unaware of? That's, that's what I would love to do. So not even I could give you the scalability because... It's all based on flawed metrics. <clears throat> but certainly, um, you're aware, I, uh, I, I think a fair number would be, you're aware of about uh, 20 to 30% of your land mass, somewhere in there. So uh, the reason I say land mass is because you're on a water planet. And um, there's a tremendous amount of water here. <clears throat> And um, a lot of the areas on the planet might look like marshlands, maybe the legacy dinosaur pictures in your history museum and so forth. Um, The volume of your planet is probably, you're probably aware of maybe, maybe a good number would be about 10% of the the scale of your planet. You You may be a little less. So it's, it's, it's going to be tough information for everybody to realize it. And by the way, <clears throat> how are you going to get over there? You don't have any tools except what, what, wait a minute. Maybe we do have vessels that can go. So the airplanes don't hold enough fuel, presumably, but what could go to the other side of the planet? Ah, spaceship, huh? Mm-hmm. So, and to get the long distances, you have to use other technology, and that's um, again the. Uh, I know I'm jumping around a little bit here. The United States Space Shuttle Program has been condemned <clears throat> because those were all those were all fighter jets, fighter planes, and that's how they were doing. And so you had a residential side, as I've heard you, I'm sure you've heard me say, a show the show pony um, <clears throat> shuttles were just for entertainment. And then there was actually fleets of shuttles that were were fighting. And eventually, uh, one of them got shot down. More than one of them got shot down while you're watching the TV. (laughs) So that game got old real quick for somebody out there, I should say, over there. And so that's why the space shuttle program was condemned. Not to say there's not bad guys on the other side of the planet. It's to say maybe we got to do this a little differently, and that's... I'll I'll say maybe one of the reasons we have a United States Space Force. Excellent, thank you. We'll talk. Couldn't you? Could, could yeah? Couldn't you just? Uh, what if you had a cenote on, on on one side of the planet, and you wanted to just control the inhabitants there? Your little your little aquarium, your little na- nativity scene. So this is an important question. Thank you for that. What you just said is basically we're on a little island of this planet as a 
prison as prisoners. And there's, let's say, 90% of the rest of the planet we're unaware of that has very evolved beings that don't seem to be interested in helping us. Can you please comment on that? Yeah, they're just this is <clears throat> this is that guy's place. Uh, I'm I'm not going to use names today. That'll be, of course, the first thing you run up. What's their name? What do they look like? I'll, okay, so who's done this? Um, happy to get to that story. Essentially, if you have a piece of property and uh, you've homesteaded it, <clears throat> you can do whatever you want with it, can't you? Yes, you like, can. so you can raise pigs on your property. You can raise chickens um maybe we'll get a batch of humans hey let's do this so that that'd be my summary statement for uh, what you are calling planet earth yes so the lot that we inhabit is homesteaded for the aliens to raise their cattle yeah this is an engineering plant and then the tools obviously are your societal tools uh, make it just good enough so you can't really see outside the, the box, the trap. Um, get you to believe in false measurements, like uh, wealth is one of their favorite. Time, is, time, identity, and wealth. If you can get all three, you're good to go. You will never know how to get out of the box. Everything. Law, medical, education, health. It's, it's all a lie. Yes, unfortunately. Um, I think there, I can't remember the gentleman that came out of NASA. He, he started chatting about this and he disappeared real quick. Uh, Billy, can't remember Billy. He did, he took some of the anti-gravitic technology we had at area 51 and he did, he, he was in charge of scaling it up and so forth. But, um, what, um, what you have here is, um, an opportunity now to, to end this. And the way, um, because how powerful you are, you can actually create this reality and have the, not only uh, the frequency bands merge in the ascension cycle, that's what's going on here. And, that, and that's why the ascension terms you've been given are all lies too. So <clears throat> you are a, uh, uh, endlessly magnificent at getting out of these traps you're super good at it and now that you know that this information is there and you start envisioning that the planet is bigger it actually grows with you and or your awareness which is how powerful uh source is you are so now that you have this information in your field you can go okay ash and q have been smoking some wacky tobacco okay or <laughs> or your your the way you work your your light will go they're right so the knowledge center you have in your heart the more you use it you can validate anything anyone anywhere does it feel right to you or does it not now <clears throat> the 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 not a space agencies have done a very good job of of showing you movies and so forth. So I never want you to uh, <clears throat> uh, discredit the information that's been given to you because some of it goes right up against the line of what hasn't been given to you. So 
Um, there's there's a lot of games going on uh, with uh, with the NASA crew, um, and there's a lot of games going on with your science. And so all the scientists that come up and figure this out, um, they're out of there. They're gone. All the astronomers who figured it out, they're all out. They're not gonna. You're not gonna get to the real A team. They've done a very good job of suppressing these guys, making sure they go broke or otherwise. So I'll stop there because I can. I don't want to get. I think you'll keep a better uh, curriculum for us today, please. Well, that was fantastic. Just to follow up on Billy, was that is that the one that wrote "Beware a Pale Horse"? No, I, I'll get it. I'll get it here by the end of the show. I <clears throat> he was um, in. I'd say he's probably the one that did the most speaking um, in the late forties about, um, what they're really building. So when he, he went on record as saying, okay, so JPL's over here, uh, general dynamics is over here, <clears throat> et cetera, et cetera. They, each compartment really was making different vessels than what there were. World war two is a very good tool for that. Start making vessels, pretending that you're building aircraft carriers and aircraft of all sorts when you're actually building spaceships and and so forth and many other nefarious weapons. And then, and then when you start looking at, when you look at the great work that someone like David Skidmore and Catherine Austin Fitz did when they got on the U S auditing trail, and and then you can prove that there's $21 trillion missing just from the defense department for, for some wild, that's, that's a, whole nether planet by the way those audits weren't very long and they were only in uh, uh, very few departments and or the defense department so when you're missing 21 trillion dollars in the matter of 15 years and that's the only audit you've got capable of of researching you you start realizing where would all this money be going and so the only reason you use money is to bribe the slaves here uh, convince them they're rich or poor whatever they are Um, and then you have a whole nother planet being manufactured for some other reason well that's because there's some bad guys that are able to get out of here (laughs) and they do have another planet there's a whole other world that the bad guys have built that's why they're not that's why they're not scared about being in here with you they can just get out of here doesn't that make more sense than they're not they're not worried about the laws here at all are they not at all they could care less about the laws. They're like they made the laws. Got to remember, bunch of these folks, bunch of these bad guys that are coming in here and uh, destroying uh, humanity in the most underworld ways you never want to know. If I told you what was going on here, it would ruin you forever. And I have to live with that responsibility. If I told you what was really going on here, you're seeing parts of it now. You're seeing little blips coming out. But if you really knew what was going on here, it's really, really tough to talk about. I'm sorry to inform you of that. Well, these folks, they live a very long time. You know, when you, when you're, when you're the, the big, this is the big story. They don't care about anything going on here. As long as you don't know what I just told you today. They don't, if you guys figure this out, they know they're doomed. Well, there is a lot of people that have already figured it out and, uh, and we're ready to do something about it now. 
So I hope that helps at a, at a, at a, at a start at least. Excellent. Thank you. And we want everyone to be excited about this because it's really good news because the truth sets you free. And Kuster is giving you examples of how we can get out of here. We're going to really focus on that as well. But just to follow up on what you have said. So let's take Rockefeller and Rothschild. Those two funded World War I and World War II and made billions of dollars. And in Antarctica, there are places there, locations there, named after them. So they are somewhat emissaries, or what would you call them, representatives for the aliens down there? Or at least they used to be. Can you please share more about that? So again, we're the aliens would be my assessment. So I'm very careful with that word. Um, Because tenure... You, you can't uh, uh, assign tenure based on description of a species, for me at least, <clears throat> because there's been so many coming and going. So so much diversity is, has been here. Look at all the different types of animals are here. That would that would um, should be able to complement how many different kinds of high consciousness beings are here. Then look how many animals you have on your your area. Look at the dolphins. Look at the whales. Don't you notice they're all talking to each other? So <clears throat> the individuals you mentioned would have a relationship with a particular bloodline because that bloodline may have infused genetics here, which you might call, uh, which you might call aliens. I would call um, they're in the game. They're, they, they know how old you are. They know what you are. They know everything about you. And they, they co-created with the, the, the two clowns you mentioned, <clears throat> those family bloodlines, this, this pig, th- this pen here. And so they had a liaison. They had a networking group. Uh, they, they have a relationship. Um, they control uh, this pig pen here. Um, they've made mistakes along the lines. Um, they've made mistakes in this version of humans. Um, if you look at the domesticated pig, that's an example of how humans uh, didn't, didn't quite get the genes right. Uh, you've heard of pigs eating their master sometimes. Well, they, some pigs had hun, a lot of consciousness, in them, et cetera, et cetera. So the short version is they uh, wanted to be ambassadors uh, for the pig pen uh, to a race of beings on the other side. That's correct. Thank you. Also, if you look at a map of Antarctica, you're going to see a Queen Victoria space uh, a princess space you know there's the royals have also actually taken over a lot of that naming of the land um so they would probably also be ambassadors for these beings would you like to share anything about that right so this is how hierarchical systems uh uh started getting managed and um grown is is to create um the hierarchies um, are important for these folks so that they have rank and file. And especially when you're dealing with uh, a series of genetics too. So some of them would consider a continent where they have created a population control. Australia is a great one. They, they've cr- created population control because they would consider that is theirs. Okay. So uh, when you look at Australia, you say, oh, no, they're all convicts down there. No, they shipped the genetics they wanted to that island and now controlled the volume of people and things that are going to come in there. <clears throat> try and get an animal into Australia. Uh, try and 
pretty soon it's going to be very difficult for people to leave Australia. So there's, there's no people there either. So that's an example of what each uh, monarchy and or hierarchical system would do their best to own. And sometimes they don't get along. But that's pretty much what you're seeing, what you're calling the area of Earth now, is that was my area. And by the way, those are my pigs. And so I've, I've, I want that area for mine. So some of, the, some of those compartments are still visible today. Thank you. Great description. And for example, in Australia, and we're not saying every single person there, but the genetics and the programming down there has allowed them to actually use those bodies. So, And I will call these beings aliens that will jump into those bodies and use them to try and make the ascension. Would you like to share anything about that? Right. So one of your tools you have here is if you use the Egyptian pyramids, I can take your body, as you've heard me say, I can... I can um, wrap it up, I can preserve it, and I can take your consciousness and jump. So you've seen the articles on ForThePeople.Space about Westworld, um, cloning, what have you. You can take a body, uh, suspend it, you can put it in, I uh, can hibernate it many different ways, <clears throat> and then uh, have your spirit jump. Well, if you wanted to come to the party over here, um, that's one of the engineer. That's one of the hierarchical uh, groups' um, goal is to just manufacture bodies that they can come and play with, and then go back home. So this is a little playground here for what you might call soul jumping, spirit jumping, whatever word you like there. And by the way, they created uh, the linguistic la- the, the, this this body of linguistics, so I can't explain it thoroughly. Um, this is these are these are soul cages well for them it's a playground so they've engineered they've now gotten to a level of engineering where they can segregate uh bloodlines and be a 10 and keep you at a one so now when you get over here you can have a heyday with us that's more or less how i would describe it thank you but at the same time their plan cannot work because they do not comprehend the spirit or the heart or ascension right so here now the true ascension would be uh oh we figured this out (laughs) and because we're so powerful see they they are not as powerful as us even though they're pretending to be now because they've made a jacket for us and we're unaware of the trap so they they're they oh they've given you dimensional rea- realities linearly so that you'll think you have to climb upstairs that's not true at all it's right in you right now you have everything you need everything you'll ever need right now and they don't so they're just getting you to play with them is all that's happening there there may have th- this is about the capability they have compared to you about two percent maybe maybe arguably five percent on a great day because they don't have a source coming from them they don't have light they have a portion but they don't utilize it to the magnitude um <clears throat> that we're capable of I, I hope that helps thank you it's like the kindergarten bully who's stealing all the lunch money from all the good kids and uh, they don't have any lunch money without the good kids so they're they're Please remember, they're not as powerful as us, but we have to remember our power. Right. And so this is why I'm so outspoken uh, to, to uh, tuckered out to maybe to a degree when you use your heart center to make decisions 
they're not capable of doing that. That's our horsepower. So um, they're good at utilizing uh, mind uh, emotions to control our um, our timelines so that we don't use our heart-based, um, uh, our proper tools, if you will. They know if you keep us distracted and we don't use our heart, we won't grow out of the DNA restrictions, as an example. <clears throat> so it's very difficult to explain, but uh, essentially they're, they're observing us and making moves as we do because we're starting to figure out the puzzle here. And, and because we're so powerful, they can't really govern us for as long as you think. 2,000 years for me is about five minutes. So you're all still here, and the bodies are changing, and you keep jumping into another body, jumping into another body, jumping into another body, but you're still the same person to me. And that's what I'm doing my best to explain if we, if we can, when we can. But uh, I, I uh, thank you so much, Asha, for keep steering me, please. Thank you. Uh, just one more thing about the pyramids. It does appear that there are pyramids in Antarctica. Yeah, so that, that was very normal to have. Uh, certainly uh, in Australia, there are pyramids, uh, Russia, China, everywhere. So there are many tools. You can use them many different ways. They're underwater. Um, they're in America. Hey, they're even on the U.S. dollar. <laughs> Why would there be a pyramid on the U.S. dollar? Wow. And how, how are they used in Antarctica? So, again, you can use them uh, primarily for portals. So instead of a spaceship, I can just, I can just jump. These are, you can use them as jump, j- jump rooms. You can use them for communication. You can use them for uh, transferring of your, uh, your planet's uh, power. Um, you can do a lot with them. You can uh, create um, vortices. You can create, and, and you can turn them on and off. You can make power supplies. Um, you can, uh, there are tremendous healing rooms. Recalibration rooms is what I would prefer we use. Recalibration, reconfiguration rooms. So um, if you went into sections of the pyramid that were designed, depending on what type of pyramid, were designed for healing uh, you would you would phase more of your light into physicality, and should make sense now. You're not allowed in any pyramids, are you? No, they're national national monuments, but you're not allowed to go on them. Now, I've been on top of pyramids, and uh, I see th- there's a reason why they'll they'll cap the top of them. They'll do some. They usually do something with the top of them to to distract. <clears throat> the one that is still energized pretty strongly is if you go to Chichen Itza. Uh, they have put uh, an, they've put a uh, jaguar on the top of the, the primary pyramid there because everybody who went on top of it before the jaguar was there was getting a download of all the knowledge in the universe. And uh, somebody caught wind of that and said, well, let's, let's put a really beautiful jade jaguar. Now it's all chained up. You can go look it up for yourself. So you're not allowed to. Now, if you would get that jaguar out of there, everyone would go through some phase of enlightenment. <clears throat> Now, I can prove it because I've been on top of that pyramid, and it works, and it really works. So <clears throat> what the concern would be is everybody's going to know everything. Okay, so I've been asked many times, what's it like to know everything? Peaceful. Because you realize 
that there is nothing more than the expression and experience of the next experience and expression that you desire. That's what it's like to know everything. Nothing but peace. Thank you so much for that. That's the most beautiful thing. And a lot of what these controllers would want is for us to be afraid of this information. But what Kuster just said is when you just open to the truth, you feel that peace and you know everything. And that's where we're going. And this information the Q is giving you today is the open door to that. So instead of being fearful at all, just get excited about all the opportunities now that the truth is being revealed. Yes, and the reason that is so important, if you have all your knowledge back, you, however you get there, that peace is the 100% light being in you. And now you're able to create the dimensional reality you desire in real time, being in a peaceful state. That's why this is, the, this is the ultimate little trick here. So if I just make exciting choices, I'll get more exciting things in my life. Everyone can get there. We understand that. But when you're at peace and through your heart center in every choice of every day, then it breaks down. The walls of your prison cell are going to break down, I guarantee you. And you are living proof of that. Thank you. There was uh, another thing I came across in these maps. They suggested that beyond this ice wall was a sound egg. And that uh, it had some sort of power with the water and the sound. Would you be able to enlighten us on that? Right. So um, you can use... um, you can use them proactively and uh, destructively. So um, many people are unaware that there has been many sound devices used in war here. <clears throat> you can use scalar as a weapon. You can use scalar as a, as a healing tool. Um, the, most of this, the sound eggs are for recalibration and reconfiguration of a ge- geography um, and or uh, repair maybe is one way to use it. And that's why you see some of these bad guys destroying this area. So what there's so many nuclear bombs been set off here. They're not, they're not too scared of that because they know that they can re they can clean up the area again. But by the way, it's such a small area to them. It doesn't, my words probably don't really match with the technology because they have many areas they, they, they can do other things with. And so this is just, this is just the pig pen. We don't, we don't really care about the outcome. Anyway, the sound eggs are also incredible transmitters of information. Tremendous. And so when you, uh, when you hear people talk about Nikola Tesla talking to people off planet <clears throat> on how he was going to distribute, whether it be alternating current or, d- or direct current, <clears throat> he, would, he would relay messages that way. And he would perceive them as uh, off-planet people because they weren't in this area, but they were actually on his planet on the other side of the planet. So that's that's the short version. But yeah, uh, where where did you find that publication? It was just online, searching online, really deep. <clears throat> right. So there's another justification for. Uh, it pains me to say this. There's some positive things to keep the internet up. 
And now why would the bad guys let us keep the internet after we're chatting about it? Because they also want us, the, the steering is getting less and less from the bad guys, basically. And so we do have some opportunities here. Wouldn't you say there, there are some positive things about the computer, we have to admit. Absolutely. Anyway, I hope that answered your question. It did, perfectly, as always. What really strikes me is that so many countries have agreed happily in this treaty, this Antarctica treaty, to not use any weaponry, not have anything to do with war, not use any atomic weapons, nothing, total peace. They've all agreed to this. And so obviously they all know that we don't, they don't want to mess with those beings there. Now, how does this tie into the Abrams Accord that President Trump so brilliantly mastered there? Well, th- th- this is the tough part for humanity now, is how do we, how do we tell everybody they've been duped for their entire life and, and tell them they've actually been duped for 2,000 years? How are you, you going to do that? And who, who's going to be the one to do it? So who is going to tell the story? Um, instantly, if you isolate the storyteller, you can now throw stones at him, can't you? <laughs> I might know something about that. Yeah. And, uh, and you can create propaganda to oppose the information. So if, as an example, the United States uh, Space Force comes back, hey, guys, the planet's bigger than we thought. Sorry, we lied to you. Now they're the bad guys as well. Because they're in the game too. See, they've made everybody in the game, so no one person cannot get out of the blame game. But more importantly, you can you can you can address propaganda much. You get two for one every time you have an identity and someone exposing the information. Um, knowing that all your education is flawed, uh, the Trump family, the Kennedys, the Kennedys, all of them, all of them know that we have to figure out how to come together. At, as a collective. So that's basically what that tool is for is to not, uh, there's no one hero here and there's no one, uh, enemy and there's no collusion with, uh, informing people. I'm not trying to give you another Bible. I'm telling you, this is what's out there. So that, that's the short version for me. Thank you. And uh, not just countries, but also religions he brought together, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, which is quite significant. Does this have tie into at all religions being represented by any of these beings that live in Antarctica? Yeah, and so um, all religion is, as George Carlin would say, good, good bullshit. Okay, but it's also an education tool tremendous education tool how is it that we have so many different religions as an example all of them are flawed all of them have a little bit of truth in them but it proves that someone was engineering the outcome of life so when you look at these people predicting the future um, through biblical times that those tools are used with the numerology and uh, the linguistics to engineer timelines. That's all Bibles are really for. <clears throat> Thou shall not, don't do this, do that, live cleanly. And there's a guy managing you above that says, if you do this, you're going straight to hell. But he loves you. 
And if you do it, but you ask for forgiveness, it's okay. Go and do it again. It's okay. Exactly, exactly. So why you've got to, you've got to take great care here um, because there's so, if you look at the volume of people who follow any given religion and, and steer them, the epigenetic recording system that's been installed in you is difficult to break free of. So believe it or not, as my dear Asha would say, if I can get you to believe in, in greed, lust uh, for, for money, that's why the pyramid is on U.S. dollar, I can install that history system into your DNA, into your genetics as you make generations after generation. It's still there. So uh, a thousand years ago when I introduced money to you, should be a topic on PRQ, I, I suppose, one day maybe today, if I can get you to believe in money a thousand years ago, your next generation is going to believe in it and your next generation is going to believe in it. And if you can keep it growing all the time, that's a great example of how um, the religions have worked too. You believe there's a God generation after generation, you believe there's a God. That's, that's how they've done it. And so it's, it's a programming machine. All Bibles are a programming machine for me uh, because remember you're God and you know everything. And that's peace energy. Hope that helps. Beautiful. Thank you. And um, we apologize if anyone is disturbed by this information. We really want to empower you. We, we appreciate anything that you that makes you happy and peaceful. Um, and our whole focus is for you to know you are source. And there's nothing higher than you. And that's a good thing because you have the power to overcome everything way to go thank you for getting me off the crazy train <laughs> birdies are loving you <laughs> no. yeah it, thank you so much asha that that's just so beautifully said thank you thank you thank you thank you and i also wanted to point out that when president trump organized these epic peace treaties bringing together Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, what he's doing is he's helping us get organized instead of conflictual, instead of chaotic. We're, we're agreeing with each other. We're seeing each other. We're loving each other. We're coming together and becoming organized because the dark, their only power is they got organized. And what they did to us is they dispersed us into a million different religions so we would be against each other. We're all peace. We're all source. Working together, we can do anything. That's correct. Yeah. So the, these are all beliefs that are installed. You inherited whatever words you like there. The um, beliefs don't really matter at the end of the day. Um, enjoy your beliefs. That's the, that's the beauty of being whatever you want. I believe, I, I believe whatever you want. That, that's, that's part of it. Knowing that you're just believing something is really the trick now, isn't it? Exactly. A very big difference, and that's why you should be able to see separation in your heart decision making and your mind decision making. It'll start. It'll start getting farther separation. That's my. Uh, that would be my summary statement for ascension. You're starting to see those emotions that used to be very reactive start bleeding away. <clears throat> 
because you're getting more proactive in your decision making with your heart and then, and then that is the solution so who cares about what you believe in let people have fun with religion it's a blast you want to believe in praying to to buddha go for it why not you silly guy hang out with him um <laughs> it's it's just it doesn't really matter at the end of the day as long as we keep getting down the road of advancing what we want to do for ourselves in the future. What do you say? As long as we know we are source and we don't have to pray to anything outside of ourselves. Exactly right. Exactly right. So if you want to stay at the lower frequencies, you can't. But my suggestion is you get out. But I never want to give up hope. Um, Getting out of here means not leaving per se, Making choices from your heart is leaving. That's my. That's that's what ascension is. Hope that helps. That's very helpful. And just as an example, you know, a lot of times the choices we make from our heart are are really intense. You know, they're they're so exciting, but we know it's not going to be an easy choice. But it brings us peace, feeling the intention and the outcome and the fulfillment of that. So some people get confused. Okay, I'm following my heart, but I'm scared. You know, it's not really fear. It might just be, you know, there's going to be a journey that's going to take you somewhere, but your heart is pulling you to because that's the only thing that's going to make you feel fulfilled from your heart, which is peacefulness. Would you like to elaborate? How can I top that? That's awesome. Uh, So you're creating the dimension you're in right now, along with all the other beings around you. Now, are you creating together or individually? You can, you can look at it both ways. Um, working hard every day, I speak on this topic to do a better job. If um, <clears throat> the grocery store exists because you believe, no, the grocery store is there. It doesn't exist until you get there, though. Well, how come Jan just went there, my neighbor? <clears throat> And she said it was there too, because she believes, knows the grocery store is there. You actually changed dimensions when you did that. Now, you can argue if it was higher or lower, depending on what you're doing that day, but that's what's happening now. And so when you use your heart center, you're actually changing the dimension you're co-creating it. So if everybody co-creates at a high frequency, what do you suppose is going to happen? It's all gonna it's all gonna get cleaned up. And so that's why I'm so outspoken. So now there's the there's the real there's your real hint at what's going on when you look at Don's work. If we can get all together and start realizing that, that's the real shift that's happening now, wouldn't you say? Oh yes. Perfectly said. Yeah, so we're looking for everyone to start assessing themselves why do i do this that's the beauty of letting this fall apart right in front of our eyes why do we do this what where did i get this information from in the first place uh the modern education system isn't very old everyone you're look how old the healthcare system is it's not very old what did we do two thousand years ago by the way why do we live longer um why were we freer uh where'd these machines come from by the way etc etc so I hope that helps get us started, but it, the, the upside is incredible tranquility. Beautiful. And you are living proof. 
And I would really love for people to realize that the slaves here are the most awesome people. You know, the ones who are enslaving us, of course, are, are lesser in terms of their abilities and their power and their integrity. And some of them, of course, in Antarctica are, are just benevolent or neutral, so we can't say all of the beings there, but the ones who are purposely using us as cattle are never going to grow beyond where they are, whereas all of us being here, going through what we're going through, and today waking up to more truth, that expands our consciousness immediately. The way they've held us small is by keeping us uninformed. If you don't know things, how can you experience it? Now, the Kuster has just told us there's this vast reality out there. Consciously, now we can be a part of that more easily. And that's how powerful we are. So if you see that we are such incredible beings, our spirits want adventure, we want challenge, and this could not be more challenging, what we're in, and yet we're breaking out of it. And imagine what it's going to be like when we're off in our next adventure, seeing how we got out of the rat cage. It's going to be so exciting. So instead of seeing this as a problem, we can see it as an adventure that we've we've succeeded at once again. That's correct. So that's what's ex- so exciting for me is with our education system, we can just instantly change the game. <clears throat> and that is, um, how do you know the scale of anything? You can, you can start, well, I like, I like the idea of uh, young, uh, young parents to teach uh, all the lessons from water. You know, there's tons of them online now. You can see what water is, and then that, that, there's your opportunity to show what the universe, how the universe was made, how plants are made. Everything should start from a water molecule and what you can do with sound and so forth. That would represent you. That's all you are is water. And now, how can you, what is, how much water is there on the planet? Okay, so now when you start looking at a water molecule and then you look at a, a body of water, a lake, and say, wow, there's a lot of them in there, and then scale it, keep scaling it up. How big's the ocean? <clears throat> I don't know. I can't see across it. On and on we can go here. Um, then we, even at a very young age, how do we really know the size of anything when you examine water? Because it can go so many different ways, shapes, directions, just like you and I can. Who's to say they know the measurement of space-time? It had to come from a book from some guy. And in order to explain where space and time is, you'd have to be out of here. And so far, I'm the only one claiming that I've been out of here, or at least remembers being out of here. So it it doesn't really matter all the bells and whistles of our education system. It matters our starting point to let us question absolutely every truth from the get-go, which will enable the heart center, the core, to be the examiner and the discernment, if you like that word, and feel truth for yourself, knowing that you're the one, you're the water molecule making it all happen. That's my suggestion. Excellent. So I have a water question. If you have a cup of ice and it thaws, how much water do you have? (laughs) Okay, so one cup of water, 
You mean the measurement of a cup or just a gener- generic so cup? If you got a cup of ice and it melts, uh-huh. how much water do you uh-huh. have? Okay, so the volume of ice equates to what measurement? Can't do it, can you? It's the same. It's the same. There's a, just, okay, it's, it's still the volume of water I put in there, isn't it? So what happens when all these climate change people say the ice is melting and it's going to overflow the shores? Is that true? <clears throat> so when you, when you look at water, the fun thing to do, uh, fun water trick, <clears throat> you already know the answer. I'm not playing games with you today. Okay. Um, <clears throat> okay. I will play that game. Now. Okay. So take a, take a big, huge tablespoon of water, fill it all the way to the top and look at it across its plane, across the face of it. And you'll see that it's a bubble now and it doesn't come out of its spoon, does it? No. That, <clears throat> so um, most sailors know that a lot of times you'll hear guys, professional sailors, they'll say, Hey, I'm going up the hill. That's because they know that they're they're climbing over that bubble. So if you look at the deep sea vessels that go from, let's say, L.A. to Tokyo, they actually go straight towards Alaska. They go straight, and it's called the Great Circle because they're going around that space because they figured out it's faster, <clears throat> i.e. latitude, longitude is a lie, but it's faster to go around the hill or at least over the hill that direction because the water will not change it 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 anneals to each other it wants to stay together so yes the the um the weather uh game is is very intriguing deception especially the ice because that also keeps you away from antarctica and the north pole doesn't it we got to protect it we got to don't go over there you guys we got to be careful of our precious ice um, so that is what that, that's what the climate game is about. Um, <clears throat> let's let Al Gore shoot himself some more. I mean, it's just a joke. So th- that collusion, again, it's tough to catch these guys when they're leaving your planet and, um, a lot of games going on. I'm so sorry to be the informant and the party pooper, but, uh, there's a lot, as you said, there's a lot of opportunities here. Thank you. And it's interesting that a lot of these climate hoaxers are announcing on their Twitter and X that they're going to Antarctica. So we've got um, the chief of cryptography and the CEO of Ripple and the founder of World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, and Christine Lagarde, president of European Central Bank. They're all important meeting in Antarctica and next stop Antarctica. Just talking about they're exposing that they're going to Antarctica. So what's behind that? On top of John Kerry also saying that. Do you think it has anything with me tattling on them about <laughs> four months ago? How long was it ago? Do you think it has anything to do with me? <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Maybe people don't realize that every time you say something, it changes the news. It changes everything. So I think that I think the show we did. I said, let's create a timeline. Let's get this. Let's get this things going. And I and I threatened these folks in a way that was um, positive. I'm going to give you guys all a chance to tell everybody what's going on, and it's better come from you because you guys are the deceivers. 
Um, and now we get a, we get a uh, consortium saying, hey, it was us. We're bad people. And this is how it happens. And this is why we did it. Please forgive us. I was, that, that would be the goal, right? Um, now you can see how they've adjusted to the narrative. And now they want to still try and control the narrative because they don't feel we can handle it. Uh, they don't think we're intelligent, number one. Number two, uh, they understand the lineage here and they consider owners. They consider uh, that they own us. Many, many just different agendas. But as you can see, uh, we can use this in a positive way too. So don't, don't ever underestimate the good guys can use all of these agendas in the same way. So I can, the bad guys can make fake stories and so can the good guys, huh? <laughs> on purpose to help instead of right <clears throat> right when you look at when you look at a conscious computer and, and so that's that's that was probably the toughest thing for a lot of the uh science community and engineers when they started look at the conscious gateways they went oh no how are we going to tell everybody how, how do we do this okay um the, so you got to do it in a way that makes it again you can't come from one direction, can it? Because, because now you're playing God in a way, aren't you? Right. So that's what's tricky about conscious gateways. It's got all, it's got all the information. We got everything. So how do I get it to the people so that it's digestible? Uh, we could argue it's going too slow or too fast, but at least it's moving. So I am happy that... But when you have so much information, how do you how do you explain the duping here? And the Q posts were one of those tools, um, and so that's why your internet is still up. You get to and you get to catch some bad guys at the same time filling us full of garbage. So it is very positive moves. And so just look at this as a marathon and, and not a race. And I, I hope this has helped today. Thank you. And they are really, I guess, their last hurrah is pushing the climate change hoax to enslave us more so really pay attention everyone do your research if you just it's so easy to prove it all incorrect i mean you look at 1980s when al gore is saying in five years or 10 years there'll be no more california things like that it's just ridiculous they they just don't think anyone's gonna look back and check things out but even even the electric cars and i think uh john Kerry said something like we have to eliminate farmers so that we have food. Something like absurd like that. Like they, they're just having fun. They're just just making fun of us because they don't think that we're paying attention. And if you're not paying attention, please start paying attention because they're going to push this as hard as they can. And what is their ultimatum for pushing this climate change? <clears throat> um, so... Uh, remember, these individuals are no dummies. They know what they're doing. And um, now they know uh, what I'm doing, and they'll constantly counter if they can. The war is over with. They know the war is over with as far as we're figuring out something's not right here in the pig pen. Forgive me for being destructive in, our, in my generalization of us. Um, it's very positive, but that's how they consider us. That's what they think we are. And so uh, the goal was always to sh get, get us so we can't travel. 
So that's why you have so many countries, so many states, so many rules, so many municipalities, so many regulations. If you can't travel, you can't get organized, and um, you definitely can't get out of here physically. Uh, but th they want to they keep us <clears throat> as we grow. As we grow, they want to keep us contained because we're very, very powerful. And they feel that's the only way, that's the big story, the only way they can contain us. As we get more powerful, they have to get the noose tighter and tighter and tighter. And here's the ultimatum. It's not going to work. <laughs> it's just not going to. It's not ever going to work because there's so much capability with us now. And it's, you, don't have a, you don't have a fly's chance. And I guarantee you these ding-dongs listen to every word I say. And they want to contradict what we're going to do next. So remember, they're always waiting for us to make a move. That's why it was so easy to make the timeline about Antarctica. They just wait for us to make a move, and they have a solution, and it's not going to work anymore. So the Conscious Gateways helped us with that. They're not on the offensive. They're on the uh, reactionary offense, yes. So when we start a war, that's good news. It's not going to happen anymore. Seen, anybody seen any wars lately? I haven't seen any of those. It's not going to work. Doesn't, things don't work anymore. In fact, they work in the opposite way because the more they try and curtail us, the more powerful we become, the more adamant we are for our sovereignty and our freedom. So they keep going. We keep getting more powerful. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I had a very young child um, the other day say to me, you used to be Buddha. And this child is roughly three, four years old. And um, <clears throat> and their mother said, how do you know that? Because you were there too. And we were all helping you. And then, then the aliens killed you, but you just came back again. That's the ultimatum, folks. <clears throat> Not going anywhere. Not going anywhere. So that's why I'm allowed to talk like this, if you will by the bad guys is they know it's easier to keep their hand on me and make problems for me in my personal professional life, but they, it, they don't know where I'm going to pop up again. So it's a lot easier to, to manage sourced by knowing where it's at, which, which beings getting more of its light. And there's a bunch of you now. <laughs> that's why it's not going to work. So everyone's getting so much light in them. They got to, that, that's why the, the, the borders are getting tighter, presumably, and that's why there's a great, great goal to, sh to, to make it open borders as well. So why do we need borders, by the way? No reason. Because the bad guys made an army on the other side. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so once we start not, not making armies, and of course this is all a distraction, so we'll stay busy with something and keep, keep down in the in the trough anyway uh fun topic why did why do you feel we're ready to get get this down the road here why do you why do you um you encourage me a bit and i always love talking about it endlessly because it's, we got to get it out but why did you what what personally do you feel we can gain from this knowledge what what direction would we first go so if i'm if i'm accurate what i'm stating today what is the first solution we start on? Intention. So let's say I'm looking for a beautiful 
golden mountain. I don't know what exists. And you say, I know where there is one and it's right here. And it's always existed. And you point me in that direction, then I've got a direction and my excitement for going to the, the golden mountain is there. It's all right in front of me. And you say, you can do it. It's all inside of you. You just use your excitement to get there. And that's what you've done for people today. Okay. Do we, do we have a cry fest for a couple of days first or what do we Some do? Some people, maybe. <laughs> um, I think that's brilliant. <clears throat> and so should we put this communication today on the TV? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So one way to do that for me is for more people, to, and this is what you're seeing. This is the, this is the organic way. The more we, uh, the, some of this disclosure information has been engineered and some of it's been proactively engineered. Some of it's been reactively engineered. <clears throat> what I mean by that is some people don't want you to know all of the information right off the get go. But as you start stepping down the path here, it gets easier for you to look at the information, discern it. Um, and you can see one attempt at doing that, uh, the bad guys put together was called the History Channel. And <clears throat> ancient aliens came on. That's about the time they measured that they could stay ahead of us. <clears throat> And give you, and they never really gave you any solutions or stories. They just showed you all sorts of artifacts of, of aliens, where aliens come from, things like that. <clears throat> they didn't, they didn't just, they didn't really give you any information. But what was good about that is people got comfortable uh, regarding other species and starting to look around. <clears throat> Bad guys like that. They know where we're going here, and the good guys like it because eventually. This is going to be common knowledge for us because our heart center knows the information already. But because we aren't using all of it, let's say, um, because of the genetic engineering to us, they know it takes time for us to really digest it through our heart and know it instead of believe it. I'm going to remind everybody one more time how young the modern Western medicals systems are what would humans be like what would other races of beings be like if they never had the modern medical system vaccinations the biosphere uh your pollution streams in your water supply um <clears throat> cigarettes uh, pharmaceuticals cigarettes your dentist is a humongous weapon to you uh yeah. the modern these are these are great people don't get me wrong that are are installing things in your your face to deter your evolution over generations and generations of time, not just this lifetime. So I ask you, what would the human being, this version of humans, be like if you never ever had a shot put in you? We would have um, ascended by now. That's right. So if if you just lived off the land for this last couple hundred years. This would be a big difference, way bit. This would be not even, not even, we wouldn't even be having these conversations. So that should show you the urgency in which um, the game is played here is they know their days are numbered and they are. And that's that.
Mm, thank you. Excellent. Also, you know, we were talking about the border. Why do we need a border? The only reason why we need a border is because they created a problem. They created places that people need to leave because they're being bombed. And then, you know, they create the problem and they try and intermingle us in ways where we can't cohabitate peacefully. So when I say we don't need a border, I mean in the world of peace, of course, there's no need for border. But when they instigate these problems like vaccinations and open borders with people that are criminals coming in and killing people in other countries, of course, that's all instigated. So what Kuster is saying is there is really no problem when we're living in that peaceful place, when we're creating our own reality from our intentions and we know what exists that we can go to from here. Did you want to share anything about uh, 2150 and the interesting things you noticed about who had ascended and who hadn't? Oh, you remember that one, huh? <clears throat> so remind me of the exact statement you gave me. So I said Albiak had, uh, mm-hmm. if I said his name correctly, when he mm-hmm. went there, he noticed, I guess he was in hospital because he crash landed. <laughs> And he noticed that it was mostly just Caucasians. Okay. Yep. Okay. So that's an accurate statement. And that's because um, they were uh, the hardest ones to break out of the the weapon against them. So all the other races, all the other races had an easier time. Uh, that's one reason why there's a tremendous amount of black people in prison. Is be, That's a great example. Try and lie to a black person, by the way. In most cases, that hasn't been <clears throat> screwed at genetically. So um, it's not to call it any one race. It's, it's, you, you're, you're kind of seeing the melting um, pot is starting to dissolve a little bit here. You, you can see the silos uh, of opportunities and why. Uh, uh, white people, so to speak, were so highly coveted because they're easier to program, easier to dupe, and they have they've, they've had more success with white people. Maybe one way to look at Caucasians, uh, blonde-haired, blue-eyed people, especially, they can really trick them good, and they can get a lot of horsepower in them, and so that's why it's it's uh, it was coveted to have white people because maybe the mapping there was easier to manipulate and control. And so that's, that's, that is a, uh, a, uh, opportunity to observe that information. Um, the, I'm not going to budge on what the purpose of coming to era 51 is. And that is, um, you're seeing the manipulation of, um, procreation now. The reason that all women and men have birth control now is so that you, generations down the road, you will not make uh, people anymore. So they have enough genetics. They can go buy genetics. They can get you. They don't need more genetics. They just need people to be a slave to whatever agenda outcome they want. So they're <clears throat> if you wanted me to explain what a gray alien is, I'd say it's you. At least there's agendas for it. So they just wanted genetics that would be steady. Your genetics, all of you listening, are not. (laughs) You're wildly powerful. So they have to get ahead of you so you don't go through the ascension process. That's all that's going on. 
Yes, thank you. And also, if you watch any of the studies done on the vaccinations, you'll see that the childhood vaccinations target African-American boys. They are 40% more likely to be harmed by the vaccinations, and that's on purpose. So they're afraid of beings that have more capacity to make the ascension. They don't want anyone to ascend. So no matter what race you are, this is not about race. It's just about the capacity to hold light. Some people that are white, some people are Asian, some people are black, they, they hold a lot of light. But in general, there are certain DNAs that hold different capacities. And that's why there's everyone is so different. No better or worse. But if you have Nordic DNA, you want to make sure you're really <laughs> paying attention to what you're choosing. <laughs> yeah, you can kind of see how they glamorize ours. And notice they call us a race. Uh, <laughs> what are we racing again? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're a race, all right. Um, yeah, it's notice uh, how the Woo Woo Club has adopted some, some uh, sexier names. Oh, the white Nordic aliens. Yes. <laughs> yes. I could fly with Alephalosaurus and have coffee with him. <laughs> Is, was that Commander Alephalosaurus? Yes. <laughs> He's with the purple people eater people, peoples, things. And they're coming, and I'm channeling. I'm cha I better stop. Never mind. Just on that note, nothing, no spaceship, please, you know, if you get on a spaceship, you know, you, you might be just part of their menu. You will ascend with your spirit. You don't need anything outside of you. You're doing it today's show. If you really integrate it, you're going to have an easy time. Yes. <clears throat> the healing bed is in your shower. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's. It's really fun, though, to see the advances. You have to say this is this is really going uh, very fast. Just in one generation, we're getting this all on the table. Look at it from that perspective. In one generation, look how new the TV is to us. In one generation, we're getting this out there. Wouldn't you say? Yes, and please touch a little bit on what the television is now capable of doing so people are aware to throw it out of their house. Well, all the um, all the switch gear I've observed in AT and T and other places, <clears throat> uh, most of them were engineered so they could receive and transmit. I'm sure y'all know. And so the model that you observed uh, with the modern telephone um, having an operator plug in the switch so you could talk to your friend, she had to sit on the switch to make sure when the call was over she unplugged you and then put in another call to someone else and so forth well that switch gear evolved into still being a transmitter and receiver uh, i'm giving a very cliff notes version but once i moved to a television and a cable system in the modern western world i could now receive um your thoughts your emotions when i transmitted you use transmitted back to me <clears throat> So what I was able to do, what, what you're able to do with that is now while you're watching a show, let's say you're watching Anderson Cooper and he tells you a news flash, and you're not believing it, they can instantly switch the show 
and he'll say something and they'll they'll vet whether or not it's 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 believable or not by you because you're watching a, a liquid crystal display television works with games obviously too but now if i can get if i can sell you a story i can now manage if you believed it or not <clears throat> okay so this gets really fun now uh, if you're the bad guys, because they can switch the story in real time while you're listening to it. You, you've already given them permission to put uh, Siri in your house and and cable TV and a, a transmitter and receivable box and however else you get cable. And by the way, you're, you're Wi-Fi up and everything else that comes with it. So how powerful is that? Not only So not only do I get you programmed to the TV program, Imagine if I can me- measure and manage your emotions with it. Pretty good little trick, isn't it? So now let's, why don't we put on some scary stuff? Let's see if they'll believe this or not. They can change it in real time. So you see, you, you see a big production of a TV series, and I see uh, a story that they can switch in real time because they can cut and paste so quickly, instantly. This, the narrative with artificial intelligence, I can make the zombie apocalypse TV series realer and realer and realer so that you'll believe it and now go create it. This is real. There's zombies in the world. There, this is going to happen. We better take our shots so this doesn't happen, etc., etc. So you can see what you can do when you can switch the TV series narrative if I can start understanding what you're believing and buying into. What do you think about that? Excellent. And uh, remember, they use our energy to create realities. So if you're watching the Weather Channel and you're terrified because some storm's coming your way, well, they're just using you to create it. So we have to be really, really aware of what we're watching and what we're feeling. And uh, it's just a waste of time, really, television. So are you telling me the Russians are not coming? I thought they were coming. (laughs) When have they come? (laughs) They are got to be here someday. They're going to be here someday. Yeah, so uh, again, the term that they use in the industry is called switchgear. And they've duped you because you think it's telephone communication, which is, of course, that's a proper term. <clears throat> but the reason it's called switchgear is because they can switch the story to what we can get you to believe. So there'll be a day when people uh, know this all over the world and say, don't watch those things, no problem. And that's going to ruin the narrative for the good guys, too, because now you're not going to watch these things. So that's why speed is a little bit of an opportunity for us right now is uh, let's make this common knowledge that the TV is a mind control machine, number one, and has opportunity to be a great communication tool uh, and has an opportunity to be a great education tool. Um, but I think we're going to have to turn her off for a while and movies that that's for movies, too. It's gonna. It's it's so fun to watch your favorite show and your favorite movies and and have videos of your friends and family and be able to distribute them. It's it's great fun. But um, this this is it's pretty tough when I see uh, kids uh, being mind controlled on these video games and it ruins them for life. Um, it's an emotional management system in programming emotional management system is all modern televisions and video games yes and it's a real pharmaceutical pressure there are people many people that will watch the commercials and they decide they should take certain drugs they don't even need them but the doctor affirms oh yeah that would be good for you and they die 
I've seen this and I'm not making this up. I've seen this happen where they just get excited about something because they saw it on a commercial, what it can do for you without listening to all the contraindications. And that's how fast it happens. Yeah. Um, the, the legacy cartoons even have a minute. Um, Bugs Bunny, you know, they, there's, they started very early programming us, go to the doctor and get a shot as an example. And so a lot of those, a lot of those agendas, shitty, shitty bank, shitty, shitty, <laughs> shitty bank egg, um, on and on we could go. Um, so f- for me, it's fun education tool to look back and, and see all the ads that were in um, post magazines and things like that. You can just see the same agendas here to support a lot of the dialogue. And the solution is uh, we got this no problem. Okay. That's, that's that. That's true. Elon Musk, speaking about uh, cartoons, he posted yesterday, I believe, Mickey Mouse's head upside down. And what does it look like? You did not do that. You did not do that. He did. He did. Wow. He's uh, showing us how they're using sex to program the children. Yep. A lot of them. A lot of symbolism on on, uh, clothing. And parents can't even see it, you know. Um, it's, 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 it, it is um, uh, really, really exciting for me to get to do this with you. Number one um, reason is you take great care you take such great care of putting this information out and I thank you so much. No, I thank you. What happened about you? Yeah, I think, uh, I think I'm going to take a little bit of break for the next show. We're almost at the end here. How, how are we doing on time? I just wanted to give some good news about everything we've been speaking about. Um, we've got 10 minutes. Oh, cool. Let's go. I can't, I can't see the clock because it's, it's uh, bright out. Please go ahead. So, uh, they're pushing the climate agenda, but J.P. Morgan Chase, BlackRock have dropped out of the UN Climate Alliance. Okay, so we, now we can examine that. Now, why would that be? Why would they not back it anymore? Right. Okay. So, <clears throat> have I ever been outspoken about the United Nations on the radio by chance? <laughs> Go for it again. Um, okay, so so a lot of a lot of uh, you've heard Asha say a lot of what I say is about um, poking the bear, uh, poking the mean little dog, and get him to do stuff. And so now that everyone knows the United Nation is an engineered uh, system uh, for a steering committee against us. Um, some people are either going to have to come to Jesus or <laughs> uh, make some new, make some new friends somewhere. A lot, a lot of games going on there, but as you can see, uh, the United Nations uses the federal reserve as their tool. Um, they, they're going to have to change as well with everybody. And there's no such thing as the federal reserve anymore. So there's, there's no, so the gang, JP Morgan, they engineered the industrial revolution. And they engineered UN with their other buddies. So what are you going to do? You got to run somewhere, don't you? 
Absolutely. Also, what's interesting is Jeff Bezos just sold another $2 billion of his stock, which makes it $6 billion he's let go of. What's that about? So they know it's over. They know this, everything's collapsed now. And they, uh, and number one, <clears throat> when, um, when you hear me talking about the, uh, the, the, the way black magic works with money and you can control outcomes of large situations just by utilizing the codes in it, uh, the black magic in it, um, they're now realizing that now they'll, they'll do their best to buy assets with all their money quickly. Very quickly, they'll buy things with it. They, they're going to get it out of their hands real quick. And it won't be just silver and gold. It'll be bigger things than that. It'll be, uh, they'll, they'll do their best to hire people to protect them now who don't understand anything we're saying. They'll, they'll try their best to make many armies, uh, weapons maybe, uh, geography. Um, they, want to, they can trade and barter off planet. A lot of trading and bartering going on because you got to remember, we're the only ones that use our money. So what are you going to use with money when you go to another space on your planet? Another planet, as you may perceive. You, you got to come up with something the other guys want. What do you suppose they want, Asha? Tell us. Genetics. That's all they want. It's the only, it's the only true money um, that multiple races can use. And so, believe it or not, there is a great agenda to make sure that mammalins don't fall behind like they did in the future. Now, it's tough to explain time continuance, but there's a lot of respect and appreciation for the manipulation of mammalins. <clears throat> and if you can go um, forward in time, or backwards in time with the right genetics, you can stop a lot of what's happened to us today. So I can, everyone can be a solution for this in some relationship to procreation because we are light beings. And when we procreate, we make an even stronger presence of light in a being. That's highly coveted, wouldn't you say? Oh, Yeah. So if I can get if I can get the A team genetics, that means I can get super super humans with so much light in them, and or that might be the solution for heaven on earth. Oh, there you go. Anyway, that's that's the reason it's so prevalent. Is we're we have a lot of good genes in us, and. Uh, we are a solution, and there was there was relationships to um, hybridize us and or steal us, as I'm sure the Linda Morton Howes of the world discovered. Tried to explain it to us. Not sure if that's a positive name I would throw around, but uh, the it's quite clear somebody was taking people from our space here and doing something with it, and that is the reason they were doing that. Wow! What great information. And it was agreed upon by you in many cases. Uh, that's how proactive you are at sustaining life. The solution is just getting a smarter mammal in. And even though higher mind, if you want to call it, knows it, and lower mind, you, doesn't know it, doesn't mean you didn't, didn't want to create more life. That's you. You go, okay, well, that's fine. That, that's a train wreck over there. But the fixing the train is just by getting cleaner genetics. 
um, is one of many solutions. I hope that helps. That's really, really helpful. Could you touch a little bit more on how people agreed? Yeah, so you got to remember, I call them councils, uh, not the Galactic Federation. I call them many, many councils. And many, many planets have multiple councils. Um, so um, in your aquarium, do you just want all sharks? Um, who owns the aquarium um, is now the argument. <clears throat> well, the councils realize that if we're going to share planets and locations all over, then we need to um, uh, create uh, a hierarchy. Okay, those hierarchies fell apart because they were a hierarchy. Well, how about we make a body that can represent uh, source and light? Oh, well, that's all of us. Okay, so how are we going to, we need to only work with people with the highest level of light or volume in them. And so the councils were always voluntary. Never was any voted on, never directed. And once the trading began, they fell apart. It's a very long story, as you can imagine. Well, you're now seeing these councils get back together again in a way that's more organic. And you all are part of these councils in some way, shape, or form. You realize the solution is you got to go and do it. <clears throat> so the short version is we are one of those councils. Every, every human being here with light in it is a portion of those councils. Does that make sense? That is very, very exciting. Thank you for sharing that. And, what and that's we... why, and that's exactly why you're, you're getting duped all the time about the Galactic Federation. Didn't say there wasn't people in Galactic Federation roles, you might say, that are here to help us. There are. But they're not, they're not going to intrude on our natural evolution of getting ahead of this game here. You're all council members doing the work that we all agreed to do. That's it. There's nothing more, nothing less. You're here to get ahead of this game here, and there's no one higher than you. This is it. You're the highest thing in the universe. So all of you here, we all agreed, we're going to do something about this, and this is, this is the outcome. Forgive me if I got ahead of you. No, that is so perfect. And just to affirm even more, action, the action that people take to move in that direction. Right. So the solution is make more babies. Okay, no, that's not the solution. Sorry. <laughs> it's part of it. <laughs> it is part of it. It's, it's fun to practice, at least. Okay, so anyway, the uh, – okay, easy cue. All right. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, the solution is a concurrence of – so we're recognizing our biosphere. Let's use, let's use one topic. The medical industry is, is completely engineered to not um, allow us to evolve. No problem. So we figured it out. Um, don't see anybody slowing down. Obviously, no one's getting cured of cancer. We're, we're starting to put it together. So changing our biosphere is one very powerful solution. Notice you now have organic food at the grocery store. Why, how did we not have organic food? In the first place is a bigger question. So we solved that problem. We've been duped about processed food. Okay. That's a, that's a solution. So all of it collectively, as we use our heart center to make decisions, is ultimately where we're going with concurrence of our biosphere being more what we prefer. So your heart, your light, is going to fix your biosphere. 
pretty good trick, isn't it? I love that. So if you really love healthy, organic food, create a garden. If you really want uh, good hemp clothes, make hemp clothes. Um, I, there was a water dragon I, I talked to occasionally, and uh, she walks on my feet occasionally when I'm not paying attention and, and transfers information so quickly. Um, most people can't translate it. Uh, you got to remember when you're, when you get all your um, abilities back, you communicate with perfect ease, massive volumes of information. And that's where you're going. Anyway, the, the water dragon asked me, how come you guys eat other people? I said, what are you talking about? Well, don't you guys eat cows? That's, that's just like you. That's, that's one of the solutions that's coming is when you don't eat stress, you don't eat, uh, uh, trauma, that is one very big solution. Not not endorsing any one uh, diet, but when you stop eating stress and 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 traumas to other beings, that that resolves a lot of lot of op, uh, uh, those are some tremendous opportunities for us to grow. So how we doing there? How we doing? BBS, we doing okay? It's uh, it's about that time. Is it? So that's that's when you sing, huh? It's when you sing. <laughs> I'm not singing today. I don't want to be a goofball, you know. <clears throat> anyway, um, please stay tuned for PRQ coming up next. I love you, love you, love you all for joining me today. Thank you, BBS Radio, for being so patient and somehow staying on the air with our positive statements today. <laughs> and I love it. But please bring in your comments. And uh, mainly, how do we align and organize ourselves for this new new world, this new world of information that's going to be open intelligence from now on. And I love you so much, Asha. And uh, can't wait to see you on the other side here. I love you, Q. Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye.